It's the Breaking Barriers Podcast, brought to you by Say Yes Buffalo, the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable, and the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo. Here's your host, Daniel Robertson. I know you're going to dig this. Hello, good people. Uh, welcome to the second season of the Breaking Barriers Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Robertson. Super excited. I feel like it's been a long time since we've been on these uh, wonderful microphones, elevating youth voice and just talking about things that's going on. On our podcast today, I have uh, two young men actually from our Youth Leadership Council, and you'll actually have a chance to hear from these gentlemen in a moment. Um, without further ado, I'm here today with uh, Sean Collins and also Jordan Jackson, two young men that represent uh, the Youth Leadership Council. Um, so we're just going to jump right into it. So, uh, Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself, all right? All right. Um, my name is Sean Collins. 16 years old, young, go to South Park High School, play for a little football there, and focus in on my education for right now. Cool. Yes, you are. You're doing a good job, young man. What year are you in now? Junior year. Okay, great. And uh, I know we, uh, we've we been talking more and more about college lately, so uh, what's the plan once you graduate from South Park? Uh, my plan is to uh, go to UB for something like psychology and, yeah, I want to master in that. Why psychology? Yeah, because I want to learn more about the human brain and how it works. Like, how can I help other people through what I'm going to be taught? Okay, cool. That's dope. I took some psych classes at UB, so I look forward to, uh, to welcoming, welcoming you to the uh, UB fam, all right? Um, we also have Jordan Jackson. Uh, Jordan, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm 17 years young. Go to St. Joe's. Uh, I am a singer. And I will also be attending UB. Oh, well, at St. Joe's, I participate in our uh, varsity seniors. It's basically our school course. And I'm also part of a couple of business classes there. About it this year. I ain't really doing that many classes, uh, that many uh, clubs or anything. Jordan, what's been your experience at St. Joe's? Well, freshman year was a great year. Sophomore and junior year were pretty rocky after the election of, well, number 45. Uh, this year seemed to stable out. I think everybody's kind of happy to be ready to graduate, at least for my class. Uh, the income of freshmen and last year's income of freshmen seemed to be a little bit more rowdy, but overall, they're still in good standing. All right, so you mentioned that sophomore and junior year were a little rocky. Why were those years a little rocky? I got to see some people's true colors. got to see how some people actually uh, view other groups of people based off of who is in charge of the country, based off of who they feel holds power. Uh, it's good to say that not all those children have returned to St. Joe's, and that it is more of a welcoming atmosphere this year. But we, at least for overall, have a ways to go. Actually, now I think about it, we have started up a diversity and inclusivity group. Me and a few of my other friends has uh, started that up this year. And our first meeting, I believe, is the 31st. October. What was the driving force behind you guys starting in that uh, diversity and inclusion uh, group? Uh, I mentioned the whole issues we had. I, well, me and a group of my friends had junior year with a couple of different kids who just seemed not to really understand the issues that plagued those in different communities, my minority communities. We have a few Asian kids who also have gone through different issues. So we just felt the need that we should have a group that encapsulate all of us into one whole so that we can kind of put our whole fourth, like everything that we go through, we can kind of share with everybody so everybody can get more of an accurate representation of how it feels to be us. Sounds like that's pretty dope, man. Where to, uh, where to step to the plate and be a leader, man? 
It's great. So I'm going to kind of throw this out to both of you guys, and you guys can kind of just answer it uh, at your own leisure. But you guys have both been involved in the Leadership Council pretty much since the beginning. And one of the one of the questions I have for, for both of you is, how did you hear about Breaking Barriers, uh, one, and then talk a little bit about why you actually decided to get involved? Well... I was in church the one day, and it was the end of service. And one of my mentors, Pastor Tommy McClan, walked up to me. Shout out to PT. (laughs) And he walked up to me and was like, you know you missed the first week of this group, right? He sent me an email. I didn't read it. And uh, basically he was just telling me, like, what they do and why I should get involved, why I should get involved and what they do in the group. And at first it was kind of sketchy. I didn't, like, believe it. So... The first week when I came, I actually liked it. I met a couple new people, like built some relationships. And after that, I started going with the flow. What did you like about it? I liked that it was a whole bunch of young men of color coming together to make change in their community. And they were actually there for a cause. How about you, Jordan? Well, I participate in an academic enrichment program called Buffalo Prep. I Shout did, out to Buffalo Prep. I did that from a... Seventh grade all the way to my, well, currently I'm still in it currently, and I actually got the invitation from them when they thought that me and a fellow classmate of mine, Charles Morrison, would be a good fit for it. So I attended the Saturday service, not service, attended the Saturday uh, meeting, and it was uh, I thought it was dope off the jump. Like to me, it was cool just to walk in and see a bunch of people who look like me, think like me, and got similar goals to me. See how we can like change starting here in this community and expand outwards to other communities. So, so what is it that you like about breaking barriers? To be honest, I like the brotherhood type feel that we got going on. Like where it's just everybody seems like even though kind of got our own clicks inside of the like inside of the like group, we all still collectively click as one unit. Like uh, we always vote on something. Even if we don't see eye to eye, we just always make sure we get a vote in so that everybody's voice is heard, so that everybody has a like way to speak about the issues that they feel they want to bring up. So can you guys talk a little bit about some of the activities, event, events that you've uh, been exposed to, things that you've uh, participated in since you've uh, been involved in Breaking Barriers? Um, Some of the trips that we've been involved in is like college tours to Fredonia. For the Men of Color Summit, yeah. Yeah, Men of Color Summit. A whole bunch of young men coming together, talking. I spoke at, well, me and a group of other guys from Breaking Barriers, we spoke at the 30 Under 30 event hosted by Jamel Cruz. Uh, We also participated in Juneteenth. I like, I always like to go every year to the parade, but walking in, it was something else. It was real hot that day. It was, man. It was, we burned up out there that day. We was out there for hours waiting uh, for the parade to start. <laughs> Sean, you actually had a chance to, uh, and wow, we had we didn't even get a chance to talk about this on the podcast, but you had a chance to go down to Knoxville for the Cities United convening, so it would be dope if you could actually talk a little bit about what your experience was with that. Um, but before you go there, I just want to, for our listeners out there, if you're not familiar or haven't heard of Cities United, they're an organization that works with mayors from all over the country to help them and community-based organizations, the faith-based community, actually come up with strategies to reduce gun violence in um, neighborhoods and communities that affect young men of color, but especially uh, young black boys. 
Uh, so we had a chance to actually go down there, and I'll let Sean talk about what his experience was uh, during that convening. Shout out to Anthony Smith and Q, that whole team in City United in Louisville, Kentucky as well. All right, so the convening in Knoxville was, like Daniel said, a whole bunch of mayors and younger kids or younger males and females getting together, talking about, like, what can we do to help them change our communities it wasn't so much as the mayors telling us what to do it was the kids explaining like this is what we want this is what we can do to change like this is what y'all can do to help us change and they basically set us up with a whole bunch of workshops and like they was breaking it down to the core of what need to be done and Sean just based on your experience growing up as a young man I know you're still you know you're a young teenager but um, coming from the neighborhoods that you come from what are some of the things that you would love to see change or improve just uh, just in Buffalo some things I would like to see change is places for young kids to be like my around my age that's where you start gaining like experience like that's where we need the most people around us to support us and a few programs here and there will help us because it won't it'll get us off the streets and into that program actually learning and doing something productive sweet jordan same question for you uh, if you had the opportunity to actually uh what you do through breaking barriers but what is it that if there was one thing that you could do that you feel like would improve your your neighborhoods, your communities, even in the neighborhoods, communities of some of your friends, what would that thing be? Do using the program? Yeah, you just uh, yeah the program. Even if it's something that you have the dream of doing on your own, what would that thing be that you would, that you would want to do to help just Buffalo in general? Well, I got this idea from a fellow Breaking Barriers member. Again, Charles Morrison, so I can't take full credit for this. But, uh, like, gardens, community gardens around the neighborhood, I know there's, uh, we mentioned food deserts a couple of times in the east side and some on the west, where it's, like, areas without fresh produce that people kind of go and lacking in proper stores. It's mostly just fast food in most of the areas we grow up in. And that's sufficient enough for, like, a quick meal if you're hungry, but on a daily basis at least to obesity high blood pressure and other health risks that generally aren't good for us so I've always kind of wanted to try something like that help even out the odds for more healthy eating in our communities and I also would do what Sean wants to do and that give people our age a kind of thing they could do to participate to get volunteer hours to uh stay off the streets and have something that they can be active in in their community and they don't necessarily feel like playing sports or something like that. I think that's an awesome idea, Jordan. And the fact that you actually elaborated on why those, uh, why some of those places would be very important and beneficial to especially uh, people of color, uh, I think that's phenomenal for you as a young man to actually have that knowledge because uh, a, a, a lot of people don't understand the impact that Having so many fast foods and you know so many just small pockets of town, especially in the and I'll say the the black neighborhoods and in other neighborhoods that are populated by people of color, how that has an impact um, just from a health uh, standpoint. Jordan, you uh, you recently just uh, got a job, right? 
through uh, one of the con- one of the connects through Breaking Barriers. So can you talk a little bit about uh, your experience with that and who you're actually employed by now? I'm currently employed by Patch, which is part of Hope of Buffalo. Uh, my job is a teen educator, and I'm pretty much just supposed to talk to people, either doctors or other teens, do group studies in which we explain how it is to be a teen to doctors and what we would like more from them, how we need to be, how doctors need to be more teen friendly to us and our needs because we're in a not an awkward position, but in a kind of special position where we're not necessarily children anymore, more mature, but we're not also as mature as adults, so we're not comfortable with specific types of like situations, and they need to kind of recognize that fact that just as if everybody is different, we also have our own little different niches and stuff. Uh, also, to have teen to teen talks in which we explain to teens the safe havens that they can go to for um, more accurate representation of them and their like health health risk or health wise. Um, the location I currently am at is uh, Planned Parenthood. We have had training days so far. My final training day is this Saturday, actually. Um, after that, we are supposed to schedule different events in which they will post it. And if you are interested, come by. So uh, we got to make sure we shout out Stan Martin from Hope Buffalo. Um, so Jordan, you're, it seems like you've had a pretty positive experience with this uh, with the employment opportunity, and it sounds like you're kind of enjoying it too. You're getting getting a, getting a chance to kind of exercise your youth voice and have an impact um, in an, in an arena where. Sometimes we don't think about the relationships that doctors have with teenagers, how important that is. Um, so I think that's, that's awesome uh, that you're uh, that you're doing that work. So just thinking thinking back over this past year um, and your involvement in breaking barriers on Saturday mornings, what is if there's one thing that you could take away from being involved in breaking barriers? What would that one thing be that, that that's had the biggest impact on you as a young man of color one of the things that had the biggest impact on me is basically change change in myself change in communities and knowing that we could get things done is it brings a joy to like know that i can still make change even though i'm a young so sean what change have you seen in yourself since you joined uh breaking barriers me I've seen that I'm more sociable to people. I can talk with, not ease, but I can talk to people. Usually, before breaking barriers, I wouldn't, if I don't know you, it's just high and by. Like, I can't hold a conversation. And with Daniel helping me, I can speak freely and express how I feel. How about you, Jordan? I got to agree with my man Sean on this one. Like, just witnessing change in people, like change in general, uh, change in the community that we didn't had an impact with so far, it's just been it's been empowering. It's like it's one thing to go out and put work in, but not to ever like see the reap or reap the rewards. Another thing to put work in and actually get some type of like a benefit from it. Uh, I'll bring up the bus pass thing because I brought it up when we did the recording. Transportation issue, yeah. Yeah, so that they. First, to uh, you know, have that issue and to help put forth effort to fix it just felt good to actually see it accomplish something. Yeah, get a win, right? And we have many more uh, issues to kind of tackle. Uh, 
in in the in the development of our policy agenda, and uh, I look forward to continuing to work with you guys as uh, you guys will be graduating in January. But then you know you get to serve for another year and recruit your replacement and become a peer mentor and uh, help help the next cohort you know move move forward and, and become future leaders here in Buffalo. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we will be launching the second cohort. Uh, well, sending out applications for the second cohort uh, around November 1st. So that'll be an opportunity. We're going to open it back up for our to engage in a new group of young men uh, to build up and be our future leaders. Uh, so with that, uh, gentlemen, I'm just going to give you a chance to just give uh, one inspiring comment or phrase or word to the viewers that might be, uh, well, to the listeners out there. So... I'll start with Jordan first because Sean said, Jordan, you got to go first. So, Jordan, you got to go first because Sean pointed at you. Why you put my man's on blast like that? I mean, what? He, right. he would do it to me. All right. All right. So, so one inspiring word. Yeah, something something encouraging for any of, any of the listeners out there. Achieve. I was going to say believe, but I got to go with achieve because you can believe anything, but if you don't ever put work forward towards it, you ain't never going to accomplish it. But when you achieve, that means you're putting your work forward. That means you are prepared to actually get grind, get your hands dirty, get in and actually go, you know, put effort in to get something done. So I got to go with that. Oh, Sean, that's, that might be tough to follow up. How you going to follow up, Sean? Well, one word I would say is never give up. If you want to change something or even think you can change something, do it. No matter how young you are, no matter how old you are. It's always room for change. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up our uh, first episode of the second season of the Breaking Barriers podcast. Uh, be sure to go check us out on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. All right, we will see you guys next time. Again, I'm your host, Daniel Robertson. Um, oh, before we go, i got to make sure I bring this up. I'm sorry. Uh, on November 15th, the Buffalo Public Schools, along with the City of Buffalo and Say Yes Buffalo Breaking Barriers, uh, we are having a public forum to talk about the My Brother's Keeper initiatives um, going on here in Buffalo. It's going to take place from 5 to 7.30 at the Waterfront Elementary School that's directly behind City Hall. I believe the address is 95 14th Street, 4th Street, 95 4th Street. Uh, but it's the school that's right behind City Hall. So if you've ever gone down to City Hall, you see the school in the back, that's the school that is going to be held. Uh, there, there will be food, there will be speakers, there's going to be a panel of young people uh, just talking about the MBK work and how people can actually get involved. Uh, going forward. So it's really a chance to kind of showcase and highlight all the great work that's being done between City of Buffalo, Buffalo Public Schools, and Say Yes with uh, Say Yes's Boys and Men of Color Initiative. Uh, so with that, um, your host, Daniel Robertson, was here joined today by Sean, with Sean Collins and also Jordan Jackson. Gentlemen, I thank you for uh, being guests on the podcast today, and I'll see you guys soon. With that, it's a wrap. Peace. We out.